three, two, one. Action, baby. It's Hollywood, Jordan. We're ready. It's Big Dog Ball Talk, presented by nobody yet. It could be you. Listen, Get in touch. If anyone has a sponsor, please let us know. Uh, welcome to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan, Sexy Boy Flegel. We're trying that. How about that as a nickname? What do you think? Do you think it fits you, or is that a little too flattering? No, no, it sounds good. Um, but now I can't use that for you, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have a name uh, uh, for you, unfortunately, Matt. Just, just Matt for now. Yeah, that's okay. I, I've actually been called that for a long time, Matt. It's a, it's catchy. It's got a good ring to it. Uh, you know, I think that's really what friendships built on, Jordan. You know, sometimes you just got to bring each other up. Uh, <laughs> you know, I appreciate the nickname. Uh, but everyone, I hope you're enjoying uh, the autumn weather. The uh, the trees are dropping leaves, and we're dropping uh, hot podcasts every Monday and Friday. So uh, we're here to drop another fat load on your chest. Uh, Westward, <laughs> pause. Uh, we're here. Talking about the NBA weekend, uh, a lot, a lot of exciting games, Jordan. Uh, I mean, so many uh, games. It, it, it's hard to start. Uh, you know, pick a place to start right now because there was just so many great games, a lot of action. Uh, even on the uh, Thursday night, as we were recording our Friday, uh, Friday night show, uh, you know, we we saw like Steph Curry going completely bonkers against the Clippers uh, in a yeah. back and forth game, dropping uh, forty five and ten. Uh, I mean, that's Steph's going to Steph, right? I mean, the guy came out in the news, his trainer said they aren't even counting uh, his made shots in practice unless it's a full swish, which is ridiculous. If they, they did that for me, I would have never actually hit a shot. Well, you know what that made me think of when I heard that? Um, you, you, you Like our uh, uh, old basketball coach, but also our teacher, uh, Mr. Bowley, who we know well, who yep. – uh, um, who passed away or earlier this year or the year, possibly last year. I just coming up on a year. I think it was in the fall or the winter. Yeah. Yeah. But who some, maybe even some listeners of the podcast uh, would know, um, you know, legend uh, at at OSCVI, but uh, he, he, I remember he coming into, he came into a practice one time and he had a rim that like fit inside uh, a normal rim. Yeah. So it was, and, and it was like, so it'd be like two inches smaller. And he said, uh, he used to get the guys back in the day. I don't think he ever put it up for us, but he'd get the guys to practice with it. So you had like, like significantly less space to get the ball through. And it would, uh, it would, uh, you know, help hone your shot a little bit, getting it, you know, right dead on, uh, or or else it was going to bounce out. So uh, that's what it made me think of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we uh, we did use it one time for like half a practice, and we were like so bad. He's like, okay, we'll yeah. take it out. He was just having to laugh at us. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of great memories attached to that guy. What a legend. Uh, yeah. But you know, as we move on, you know, let's uh, let's get right into it. Uh, today, uh, recording this uh, as on Sunday night, uh, the biggest game of the day. I mean, a lot of uh, mismatches uh, on on the day. Uh, let's kick it off with uh, the 4 p.m. game, a little matinee on the Sunday. Uh, was nice. Charlotte Hornets taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Charlotte is looking good, Jordan. We were talking about before, one of my uh, my picks, an underdog pick to win uh, the most improved player, Miles Bridges, balling out of control right now. Yeah. Uh, 30, uh, 32, or blah, 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 pardon me. I'm not looking at the right game right now. Uh, 32 points, nine boards, two steals, hit a couple from deep, and uh, – I mean, those young guns were really running amok on the uh, the old heads. Uh, I mean, what are your takeaways from this one? Yeah, well, I feel stupid because I said in the last pod, I thought Brooklyn was going to uh, lay the hammer down on a few of these teams. I thought Charlotte would be one of those teams. But uh, they're disappointing me yet again. Um, you know, James Harden likes to do that to me. 
uh, seems like every season, but you, you know, you got to give credit to Charlotte. Uh, like you said, miles bridges, um, 32 and nine. Like if, if yep. he's going to play like that, uh, every, every game, the, the, you know, uh, the Hornets have significantly more firepower than, than they even did last year. And, you know, you, you've got, you, you got to feel good because you got Hayward playing, even though he only had eight points tonight, yep. you know, he's out there and he's, he had six assists. He's always been a really good facilitator. So he moves the ball for them, you know, ensures that they've got a good offense and a good flow to their offense going and is a veteran presence out there. You like the miles Plumley pickup. I did too. Uh, just a guy who can hey, uh, respect man. It's Mason. Miles, Mason. Miles probably hasn't been in the league for a while. Oh, Miles. I forgot about Miles. Yeah, Mason. got all the time. Um, yeah, Mason Plumley, uh, like a grown up, uh, just a yeah, guy who yeah. can kind of, you know, anchor your defense and, uh, you know, rebound for you and set good screens and ju- just everything you'd want, you know, not as a star center, but just as a role player center, a mm-hmm. um, bit of a throwback. And then uh, you've you got more firepower too than you did last year when you pick up someone like Ubre. Yeah. Uh, who didn't shoot the ball particularly well uh, in the game tonight, but, uh, you know, had nine boards and it's just another player that Lonzo ball can feed. And, you know, you've got these guys with young legs uh, who can get out and run and Jordan, uh, the mellow ball. What did I say? Lonzo, <laughs> you want all it's these brothers. No, you're good. You're on a roll though. Everything right. you're saying is right. LeVar. Uh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Le- um, LeAngelo. Yeah. Um, and Ish Smith, that's the name in the league. Uh, <laughs> Ish Smith, uh, it was, you know, is doing more for them than, than I even thought, you know, I wasn't sure how much yeah. he would play, how much he would contribute, but he came off the bench, uh, and had 15 points, which is, you know, exactly what you want a little spark plug off the bench, yep. uh, a little scoring guard. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Hornets didn't play particularly like lockdown defense or anything, but they scored enough, uh, to beat the nets and, uh, yeah. That's that's you know going to be hard to do when they've got such such firepower on the other side and uh, you know uh, on the net side Kevin Durant ha- had 38 uh, so he did his thing but then James Harden had 15 and then no one else scored in double digits yeah and uh, you know when I and I think a lot of other people thought this Nets team was going to be fine uh, a contender and in some ways maybe even better in certain respects without Kyrie. Sure. That was with the assumption that James Harden was going to be scoring at the normal clip that he did in Houston, which was one of the best scorers in the game. And if you have Durant and Harden both doing that, you really don't need, um, you know, production on its own from other guys. You can just, they can be kind of just filler and, you know, take the open shots when those guys are doubled. Um, and you'll, you, if you've got good, good shooters like uh, Joe Harris and Patty Mills um, and even uh, Javon Carter coming over from Phoenix, like those guys can hit shots, but, if James Harden's only going to score 15 points for you, then that puts a lot of the scoring load on Kevin Durant. And even then you can see they, they, they can lose a game. So I think James Harden, uh, you know, what I had said uh, in last pod is that James Harden needs to, you know, be the facilitator and, and get these guys involved, but maybe he's got to sort of get that, you know, scoring gear ramped up again before he goes back to doing that because 100%. they need his scoring. Uh, and, and, you know, you can't count on these other guys, uh, you, you know, as good as, as Mills is and Harrison and, and even, uh, you know, like their big guys, Aldridge and Griffin, they, they need, um, you know, they, they need someone to set them up, but, but they need Harden and, and they need Durant to, to score. So mm-hmm. you know, the Harden's got to up his scoring. And I think the, the Nets will be fine. Once again, I'm trying not to overreact after three games, but you know, it's a bit of a surprising loss to be honest. 
Yeah, and I, I, one of the, you know, that, that was kind of one of the things I wanted to touch on. Uh, I mean, besides the Nets not being able to really shoot the ball efficiently at all, especially from deep, uh, Patty yeah. Mills really struggled. Uh, you know, Joe Harris, who's supposed to be there, you know, their three-point shooter, uh, kind of a non-factor uh, so far this season. Uh, and, I mean, he's got a big contract, so he's really got to step it up. Uh, yeah. Claxton's still kind of trying to put it together. But, uh, yeah, I've been really, really disappointed with Harden so far. Uh, yeah. He doesn't quite look like he's all – a hundred percent yet. Uh, and I know that you had that nag, he's had the nagging hamstring injury, I believe it is for a while, even back to his Houston days. And that's kind of, yeah. they, they, we're still kind of, he doesn't look any different than he did in that Milwaukee series in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so he looks, kind of, yeah. He's still walking through plays. Uh, but I mean, even on the other end, like this was a game that the next, you know, they were, it was competitive uh, up until pretty much midway the fourth quarter. And then, uh, you know, the, the horns just took it and ran with it. Uh, but, you know, energy guys like uh, Cody Martin, uh, I, I believe his uh, twin brother Caleb is on. Uh, yeah. he's on the Heat now. Uh, but they did. Uh, they were together there in the with the Hornets for a while. Uh, yeah. like, when you have Gordon Hayward shooting four for eleven. I mean, he still chipped in six assists. But again, yeah. another guy who's making a you know a big big contract there, uh, and he's really not playing well. I mean, some of the shots he was missing, they were like gimme layups, uh, open threes. I mean, I was not. I said that before, you know, we're viewing, I believe uh, when we did our division previews for the Southeast, I said like Gordon Hayward yeah. needs to show something or he's probably going to get shipped out. And right now, if Charlotte can keep playing at this level. I mean, if they can maybe make an upgrade, sending Gordon Hayward somewhere else and they upgrade that small forward position. I mean, who knows? Uh, this could be a, a really, really interesting team to watch going forward. Uh, I'm not saying they're contenders or anything, uh, but I mean, if things kind of go on this upward trend that they're they're looking to keep on, uh, I mean, sky's the limit for them. Lamola Ball still looking good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with what I'm seeing for them. PJ, uh, uh, Pistol PJ, not his best game, but uh, yeah. they, they still have, and like, I mean, they have a lot of these young guys, their rookie class. I mean, JT Thor, uh, JT Thor, Kai Jones uh, yeah. didn't play. Uh, same with uh, Scotty or no, Scotty Barnes. Uh, what was this kid? Scotty Lewis. Or, oh, yeah. yeah uh, so, like, again, I said they drafted very well. And, uh, again, also without Taylor Rozier. So, yeah. um, you know, all credit to uh, the Hornets tonight. And, uh, you know, great win for them. Great team win. Uh, yeah. and as we move on, you know, that, well, there's still a lot of games going on right now today. But that was kind of really the only one of, uh, of note. Uh, so yeah. we're going to take it to uh, some of the games from the, uh, the Saturday night. Uh, Saturday night's all right for giant blowouts uh, <laughs> between uh, the, the Portland Trailblazers and uh, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I don't know how much yeah. else you caught there, Jordan, but something, uh, something, I mean, I don't want to say something's wrong with, uh, with Phoenix, but it, they, they were out of that game start to finish. I mean, uh, like, like CJ yeah. McCollum again, another great scoring night for him. He was, uh, he was hot. Uh, yeah. I mean, Devin Booker's still, you know, putting up okay numbers, but you can tell. I, I still think that he's a little bit fatigued. Chris Paul didn't do much. DeAndre Aiden didn't do much. Uh, I yeah. mean, you look at that that box score. I mean, uh, are, should should people be worrying about the Suns, or do you think that maybe this was just a little bit of fatigue after coming off of uh, the back to back after playing the Lakers, which we'll get to later on in the pod. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, part of this. You chalk up to the schedule loss, as they say, like on second night of a back to back to get from LA up to Portland um, and then, you know, play, play the day after on a, for a team that, as you've mentioned many times, probably still a little bit tired. Like they went uh, deeper into the playoffs, you know, to the finals um, deeper than any other team, obviously other than the bucks. And uh, you know, there, there's going to be some fatigue, especially uh, yeah. Booker played most of the summer and Chris Paul is getting up there in age and 
Otherwise, these guys kind of have to be, you know, they're, they're young guys who kind of have to be brought along. And if your two leaders are struggling a little bit or, you know, not 100 percent themselves, everyone else is going to suffer. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, I think it, it's th- their offense just doesn't look as free flowing. They're, they're not playing, you know, like the fun brand of basketball that they played most of last year. Uh, yeah. It is so far uh, again, trying not to overreact after uh, just three games, but uh you know, I, I think they're going to figure it out. I, I, I think, you know, it's just a bit of an uncharacteristic loss for them and just ho- horrible defense for a team that's, yeah. you know, decent defensively um, at the best of times. And, you know, to give up 134, um, it, it's not going to happen all the time. But, uh, you know, I, I think Devin Booker does have to play better, like uh, 21 points on nine for 19. Uh, it's not it's not a horrible game, but, you know, he he has to increase his production and his responsibility and his sort of role on this team as Chris Paul ages, because every second Chris Paul gets older, uh, not saying he can't do what he, what, you know, uh, be a productive player and a good player and the same guy he was last year, but it's going to just be harder to be at that level consistently night after night. And, uh, you know, Booker can kind of, if he, you know, wants to take this team again, deep into the playoffs, he, he's going to have to step up a little bit and, uh, so, you know, I, I'm not worried about the Suns, uh, but, you know, uh, you can't let too many of these losses, uh, you know, pile up because then you're you're looking at uh, lower seating than uh, than you want. And it's going to be harder for them in the playoffs, you know, down the line. So yeah. um, I think, you know, a, a top one, two seed in the West is there for them if they want it. Um, but, you know, they're going to have to to really push for that. And yeah. uh, and on the Blazers side, like McCollum, look, making you look like a, a damn fool, Matt. Uh, he's, he's he's playing really well to start the season. And uh, you know, my my pick for uh, scoring, uh, you know, champ this year, Damian Lillard's really not uh, having to do too much. Like the Blazers are mostly winning. They they dropped that first game in Portland, um, or sorry, not in Portland, in uh, against Sacramento uh, in a close loss uh, mm-hmm. in their their season opener. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I, I think they're just, they're, they're playing really well. They're, they're playing inspired and they're getting a lot of different guys involved. Like, uh, Norman Powell had a good game and, uh, you, you got Nasir Little and, uh, Anthony Simons coming off the bench. Simons had 18, which was, uh, you know, a huge boost for them. And, uh, it, it's, it's more about the defense for Portland. They've always been able to score and had just crummy defense the past yeah. few years. So, um, you know, they're not always going to be able to, uh, you know, run and gun and outscore everyone. So that, that'll be the, the test for them. But, uh, you know, they, they, they got it done uh, in, in, in that one. Yes. And again, when you see that uh, they throw up 134 points, you expect, you know, maybe Dame to also have gone off for like upwards of 25 points. I mean, him yeah, exactly. 18, uh, you know, Norm Powell had 16 and 12 minutes. Uh, he ended up getting, I believe, an ankle injury, so he left the game early. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, he was on a on a roll there, uh, shooting the ball really well. And then, yeah, the next man up, Anthony Simons. You said it. I mean, for a guy like him who really struggled his first year uh, in the association, I mean, uh, you know, he he really besides the dunk contest, he was he was one of the worst backup point guards in the league. Uh, yeah. And, and to be fair, very young. Uh, I believe he's only like 19 or 20 right now. Uh, yeah, tons of potential there. I mean, to build around him, uh, uh, to, or to build him up rather. Uh, but yeah. a guy that I, I was huge on coming out of college, uh, I thought he slipped like criminally far in the draft. Uh, Nas Little, uh, mm-hmm. 
hell of a defender, amazing rebounder, uh, you know, a little bit undersized for the four. Uh, but again, you know, when you rock in the small, the small ball era, uh, yeah. he can be that big dog and go out there and he'll get the, uh, the hard buckets for you. He'll make the extra pass. Uh, so I think that, you know, if they can keep giving Noss some, uh, some minutes, I mean, it'll be Illmatic on the court, baby. So uh, <laughs> I think they, I think they just need to, they, they, the, the trailblazers need to ride this high. Uh, and again, I think that it's perfect that uh, I said it before, if they can kind of, win without dame having to completely carry them uh yeah. that's the key uh and again i think it's a, a lot of better team defense and i mean maybe uh, we have to give a little bit of a uh, shout out of credit to uh, the new head coaching system uh with uh, chauncey billups because i guess you know that they, they definitely look like a different team i would say yeah and this, i think this is what dame and the blazers were hoping for with the coaching change just to inject a little bit of energy like new life it was kind of mm. getting stale in portland they really haven't drastically changed their uh, the makeup of their team and they've had the same head coach for years and uh so you know uh, i think this is a good start for this uh to, of like to the season for them i i think they'll, they'll take this and uh it, i do think it'll come down to the defensive system that chauncey puts in place um because like i said I, these guys really haven't struggled to score uh you know in years past it's just been so easy to score on them and uh you know, they're looking good so far, but uh, it, it might just come down to personnel. Like, uh, that's why I really did like the um, uh, Larry Nance pickup for them. because He's a really good, def- versatile defender. Um, and, you know, it was it wasn't exactly the home run move that people were expecting to, you know, surround Dame with and ensure that they'll maybe go a little bit deeper in the playoffs. But this is super uh, related. I don't mean to cut you off. Did you know, he's only like six, seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm- for some reason, because again, I think it's just because he plays so far above the rim and stuff. I swore when he was in Cleveland. They said he was like six ten. Yeah, well, I six, was so seven? I saw him listed. Like, I swear it's six seven. I can double check on that, but I'm pretty sure he's like way shorter. Like he he plays big for for his size for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, he definitely plays bigger because he he plays a lot of uh, you know he pl- plays at the four a lot and then the three at times. But uh, let me see. Yeah, six seven. You're right. Well, that's. Uh... According to Basketball Reference, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's he, I mean, leaper. Yeah, he's he's got such a you know athletic frame, and he's very long too. But uh, d- defensively, he is really versatile. Yeah, um, and, uh, and and helps them. Um, so, yeah, good for good for the Blazers, and we'll see how much uh, you know how well CJ can can keep balling here. I, I think, like I kind of joked about last pod, if uh, if he's playing well and he can garner some garner some interest on the the trade uh, market they they yep. might look to, to finally ship him out or uh give it another shot but uh yeah. you know in my opinion they've uh they've kind of ran that back yeah uh, quite enough they beat um, the horse to death yeah <laughs> and awesome. uh so yeah I, I i would i would love to see especially with you know um the, the the new billups system if if they got some new life in there in terms of players as well if they uh to to see what they do cuz you know uh, Dame is just such a talented guy, like once in a generation type type guy. And uh, you've got to put the, the right guys around him to be successful. And, uh, you know, sooner or later he is as much as he claims to be, you know, one of the most loyal guys in the NBA and seems to be sooner or later, he's going to get sick of losing. So, well, and that's we'll the thing. I think that that's, and this is just like totally, I'll, I'll go on a little tangent about it, but like what, what do like, what, why is loyalty we'll call it, so important to fans like oh kobe was loyal well you know kobe did like want to be traded multiple times like oh yeah <laughs> almost yeah. traded to detroit he was almost traded to the bulls uh like i don't and it was like his 
push for it. What, like, yeah, he wanted to be traded. Yeah, yeah, saying he was the one he wanted out. Same with uh, with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was going to go to the Magic. The only reason he didn't was because they said that his wife they wouldn't fly his wife out with them when they went on road games. The yeah. only reason, which is insane. Uh, <laughs> like, why wouldn't you? If he like he's a generational player, just make him happy. Um, yeah. So big loss there. Big L for Orlando. Uh, like literally, like the only guy that I can think of offhand that's like legitimately like within like our era, let's say that's been like straight up like loyal to a T is uh, Dirk. No Dirk, one else, because yeah. like yeah. I don't think he was ever in trade talks. Never like when he was a free agent. I, I think he probably was barely ever unrestricted. He probably signed a lot of extensions. Yeah, so, that's all I got to say, Dame. Just don't feel like you need to like impress some troll on Twitter that's like, oh, Dame's not loyal. He wants out of there. Like, who gives a shit? Go get a ring, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. But as we move on to a team that's built on, like, no loyalty uh, in the Clippers, uh, taking a, a tough loss there to the Memphis Grizzlies, 2-0 Memphis Grizzlies, the team that I kind of was starting to doubt upon. But yeah. John Morant is something well. different. John Morant is something different. Uh, it was a fantastic game, back and forth all the way. Uh, I mean, kudos to Paul George, keeping them in there. Uh, and, again, I think this team could be scary when Kawhi comes back, if they can all keep playing at this level. Because uh, I really didn't see anything – that was glaringly bad to me, uh, for yeah. being honest. I mean, I think that, you know, the starting backcourt of Bledsoe and Jackson doesn't exactly work. They're both, uh, you know, about 6'1". Uh, yeah. and, and they can be tough defenders for sure. Uh, but again, I just don't think it works very well, especially when Bledsoe doesn't really have a very, uh, you know, he shot three for 11. Uh, he doesn't have a very consistent jumper. Uh, but yeah, Paul George, 41 and 10. Uh, he kept them in it, but I mean, John Morant was a beast. Uh, like every game he plays, he puts up these ridiculous highlights. Uh, and if we're putting a big dog tag on anybody right now, I think John Morant's it. Oh, yeah. Um, like he's only 6'3", but he loves going in. He, I, there was a move he, he hit. I think it might have been on Zubaz. He, uh, he gets him in the paint. He literally posts up on him and hits a baby hook in his face. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a point guard. That's insane. Like nobody's probably done that since like Bob Cousy. Yeah. No, he's, he's fearless. Uh, I love the way he plays. And uh, yeah, he, he, he like – you said that we were both kind of low on the Grizzlies and just thought that this, this off season, they got significantly worse, but yeah. you know, it, John Moran's performing well with, uh, you know, Jaron Jackson jr. Back in the lineup too, yeah. uh, who was out most of last year. They've kind of got those, those, those two sort of, you know, pillars of their franchise uh, playing well and everyone else around them uh, is playing well too. Like uh, Anthony Melton with 22 and seven. Uh, yeah. and seven boards uh you know that's that's more than you usually get from him he's and, a really uh, underrated guy like just all he he's all over the board like the game I mean again not a very tall not a very big guy but he plays plays hard yeah yeah and uh you know he, I remember you saying Valanchunas you thought was maybe their second best player all through last year I thought he was really good for them but you know Steven Adams can mm-hmm. you know at times do similar things he can't space the floor pretty much at all but he can be a really big presence and he had 17 and nine um and you know uh that that's great production from him and you know on on the Clippers side 41 and 10 for Paul George a a monster game uh which is you know exactly what the Clippers need while Kawhi is out um and he really kept them in this game uh because there was kind of some rush rough shooting from from a few of their their starters like Bledsoe and Morris both both shot really poorly and uh so um you know uh, the, the Clippers, I think, are playing well too. Uh, consider all things considered, like I think they, they've lost a few close games here, but they've been competitive. Um, so you know, I'm not not trying to hold it against them too much, uh, but you know, they they do have to win some of these 50-50 games just to, you know, keep the ship afloat. Uh, 
while they wait for Kawhi to come back because you never know with that guy how long he's going to take and if it's going to get pushed off more and and you know what that's going to look like even when he does come back uh but uh no good for the Grizzlies they're they're doing uh, better than I thought they would start of the season I mean I, I I will say this I wouldn't buy in to any stock with the Grizzlies uh yeah yeah they're two and oh that's not you know overact too much but I mean it's hard not to uh, again, again, against championship caliber teams like the Clippers, but again, they're not exactly at hundred percent either. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I do want to, you know, show some respect to Jaron Jackson jr. Who did hit the dagger three to win this game, seal it uh, and send it home. Yeah. Uh, even though he's got probably the ugliest jump shot I've ever, oh, it's, like it's, it's horrible, but, like a catapult. Hey, he banged three out of five. So, I mean, good for him. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting team to watch play. Cause again, like it's, they have all these like it's a ragtag bunch. That's like the best. And they're all so young. They've got they're yeah. all so young. They've got all. And they just have these weird guys. Like Slow Mo Anderson is out yeah. there uh, with Brandon Clark off the bench, which are like two like contrasting like guys that play pretty much the same position. Like Slow Mo yeah. out there taking his time playmaking, and the Brandon Clark is like a prototypical rim runner for you. Uh, yeah. So again, I think that. And it was an advantage for uh, for the Grizzlies is that they did lead and they were within, you know, one possession most of this game, even when they were down. Uh, yeah. And as I've said with some of these other teams in the league, they don't exactly have the outside shooting to get back into games when they're down. I mean, Jaws developing his jump shot, but that's still not exactly his game. Uh, yeah. Adams isn't really a shooter as well. But again, like a guy like Desmond Bain uh he's he's a young guy he doesn't really get a lot of play uh from yeah. the media but he's he, he's got a pure jumper uh yeah. he's not afraid to let it go he's a smart player uh and you know he he hustles hard on defense i mean and, the, and they did this without dylan brooks who's again probably their second yeah. best player uh or at least second or option on scoring uh yeah. for them so it's going to be interesting but uh you know i if i was a clippers fan don't really think that exists but i mean uh that's pretty <laughs> hypothetical uh here Harry Crystal, man. Fan. yeah yeah uh i mean I would be pretty happy with how they played against some of these teams because if Kawhi's there, they probably win this one handily. I would, I, I, I think I could safely say that because there's a lot of points where I'm like, yeah, Kawhi hits a shot here, it's over, or he would clamp this or uh, rotate over because you know, but I mean, having you know Marcus Morris on the court is not the same as having Kawhi Leonard on there. Um, yeah, and, and sure. I mean, shout out to Isaiah Hartenstein as well, uh, a Germania. Yeah. Falling yeah. uh, out, he had a couple huge dunks, and Ali he threw down as well. Uh, and he he's bounced around the league. I think he started off in the in uh, Houston, played yeah. after his 905 uh, yeah. for a couple seasons. He actually might have. I, I believe he was the MVP of the G League uh, one year. Was he? I believe he was, or maybe he was the final oh MVP or something. But I, right, I right. I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, I know he was good in G League at least. But, uh, you know, it's good for him to find a home. And, you know, uh, as I said, like, they've got the depth issues there uh, in, in, in La La Land. So we'll see if, uh, you know, he can keep keep up the style of play. And, I mean, he's, he's a big boy. He runs the rim well. Uh, yeah. And when he needs to, he can space the floor. I mean, he's not exactly uh, consistent at that yet. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see his role step up because, yeah, he's been bouncing around. And people kind of know that he's got some skills. But he just, I think he needs more of a chance and uh, a little bit more time on the court. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not too worried about the Clippers, but uh, you know, we got to give props, give some kudos to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies for that win. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. All, all props to the, to the Grizzlies for sure. But uh, you know, Bledsoe, I actually like for the Clippers as well. I just want to bring yeah. him up. Like I, I'm not a Bledsoe fan really at all, but I think this is the perfect team for him this year. A team that's kind of shorthanded and can use his, uh, you know, he kind of fits into their defensive identity. Yeah. And uh, I think, um, 
uh, Ty Luke and get, you know, get enough out of him on offense. Uh, I, I do think the Reggie Jackson uh, Bledsoe backcourt's a little strange, but you know, it, it's, I, I, I don't think it's been a disaster or anything. And it looks like Reggie Jackson, you know, he had 17 points. It uh, looks like he's continuing, maybe not quite at the level as, that he was during the playoffs, but at a, you know, at least average production uh, for a starter, um, uh, which he was not at, you know, those past few years before where he was riding the bench um, mm-hmm. released by Detroit. Um, and, uh, you know, the Clippers picked him up. So, yeah, I, I, I've actually been, you know, even though it is a loss and, and they had that tough loss to the, uh, the Warriors as well, I've been pleasantly surprised with, with the Clippers. I, I like the way they fight. Uh, still hate them, to be clear. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, all the respect goes to, to the Grizzlies because I, I thought they'd struggle a little bit more to start off with, with so many young guys, but they're doing well. Yeah, and uh, we're going to take this even farther back in time now. Uh, we're going to be talking about a game that, uh, you know, we were talking about just before we got in here, you know, we kind of like it's, it was circled as, a, as as what should be a huge game uh, battle of uh, contenders in the East, uh, but kind of wasn't really that exciting. I mean, it was it wasn't a horrible game, but I mean, when you have uh, and the game that we're talking about is the Nets uh, versus the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't really see anything crazy. I mean, obviously, KD had the the triple double 29 yeah. 15, and 12 only his 13th, uh, 13th in his uh, career, because again, I mean. He, he, he can do it all, but obviously he just shoots a lot more than he's going to be passing. And I mean, who can blame him? Uh, yeah. Because uh, I mean, he hasn't, he's been going off every single game uh, yeah. so far this year. Um, but again, it, it, it's interesting to see, like, you know, the Nets do have, like, you, 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 I, I, when they got that win, I was like, oh, okay, there we go. Now, Jordan, you know, he's building steam for this five yeah. win streak, but uh, obviously it didn't exactly go down that way. Joel Embiid not really having a great game, which is interesting because the Nets are pretty weak down low. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's like, it's always shocking when, when you see someone with a weak kind of front line and Joel Embiid doesn't have a huge game. Cause you think, you know, that that's when he can feast and uh, yeah. really kind of dominate anyone. Cause he's built, you know, kind of like Shaq down there. Like there's not that many people who can deal with him. Marcus Saul is gone, man. Like you can, yeah, uh, yeah. he was the only one who could stop you, but uh yeah, he, he only took 15 shots. Uh, he had, he did have 19 points and, you know, eight rebounds in the game. But, um, you know, he was outscored by Tobias Harris. And I thought more aggressiveness from him could have, uh, you know, put the Sixers uh, in a better position to win this game. But mm-hmm. I, I think uh, it, it might be part of the problem with Embiid, who, again, I've, I've talked about before, has had so many injuries and um, has had so much time sort of on the court where he's getting back into shape. I think he needs to... Uh, it seems to me at least he needs to play himself into better shape as the season goes on. Um, because especially without Ben Simmons, while you're waiting for either a package of players for him, or he's just, you know, a, a loss for you sitting yeah. on the sidelines, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of shorthanded right now, even though it's a decent team, uh, you know, I guess uh, I, around Embiid right now, I don't love their roster. It seems just a little bit incomplete. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you've got Tobias Harris and these other guys, but you, if, if you're going to win consistently and get a good, uh, you know, be one of the upper echelon East Eastern conference teams, uh, Embiid's got to be MVP, MVP caliber. Um, and that's, you know, uh, 25 plus every night, uh, and, you know, um, 10 plus rebounds. Like he, he can do that. He has the ability to do that. And uh, it is weird. I agree to in a game like, uh, you know, against a front line like the Nets who has no one who could, you know, in theory, stop him. Yeah. Uh, why he's not more aggressive. 
Oh, I mean, you look at the when I was watching the game, they got to get like Danny Crean just out of there, man. Like, oh. like he should not be playing twenty-two minutes. He should be playing yeah. maybe five. He's been horrendous to start the year. Uh, yeah. I believe he was going up with that uh, that Tony Snell line in that. Uh, the like yeah, the five minutes zero, played zero 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 zero. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Somebody else actually like the next night uh, did that too. Uh, but forget I'm blanking on the name, but yeah, Danny Green yeah. I mean, again, and him starting the small forward, I thought was a weird one. I mean, obviously he adds a lot of defense in there, but uh, you know, obviously a lot of his slack was kept up by Seth Curry, uh, yeah. who was fantastic. Uh, he was, and he's an under. I, I, one thing I like to say about Steph Curry or Steph Seth Curry, they, why did they do that? Why did they do that, man? Like, I, ugh, whatever. I'm the name guy. couldn't be closer if they no, tried. Literally, I'm, I mean, they, they they've got they've got some they, they've got their own problems. Dell and whatever the mom's name is, <laughs> they, they can go sort that out before they sort out their kids' naming process. Uh, but uh, you know, still uh, Seth Curry, uh, everyone knows him obviously as one of the best, you know, pure just jump shooters, uh, similar to his dad and his brother. Uh, yeah. But, you know, he's very sneaky around the rim. I've always noticed, you know, he's very good at getting the rim. He's calculated and, you know, he's a good first step. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's been playing very well. Uh, you know, Matisse Thibel, again, like he, I think that when we're talking about Danny Green, like Seth Curry should stay there. Max, he's you know, still finding his feet, but I think that, you know, they might as well give Thibel the chance. I mean, apparently that yeah. was a all NBA defensive team last year and over OG. So, I mean, what, what do we know? Uh, but I mean, I people, people love to talk about his, 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 uh, his defense, but I, it's more so about potential for me. Like right now, yeah, like I haven't sure. actually seen it that often. I, I know he's a really talented defender, but he's got to get, uh, he's got to do a bit more for me to really buy in, but yeah. Well, I mean, in this game, the unsung hero still, uh, you know, the old head, uh, we got to give credit a little bit of a throwback performance for the Marcus Aldridge dropping. Yeah. 23. So, I mean, Great for him. Uh, you love to see it, especially, you know, everything he's been, uh, he's had to overcome to get to this point, uh, you know, with the, the heart problem last year. Uh, and, uh, you know, he, for him to just be back on the court at all is, uh, you know, awesome to see. Uh, cause, you know, that's one of the, the best players that we had growing up. And, uh, and especially when his days in Portland. Uh, but, you know, so for him to overcome all this, battle back, find his way on the court and not only, you know, be out there playing, but playing big minutes and uh, really overachieving. Uh, so you love to see it. Obviously, it wasn't the story uh, when they, they played uh, Charlotte today, but uh, yeah. you know, he, he had a good performance. I mean, those guys' backs are sore. I mean, I, again, I was telling you before, I, I had a run today, and, uh, you know, not to brag, I was, uh, I, was, I, was, I was making some good shots. I was kind of a LaMarcus Aldridge out there myself, but my back is killing <laughs> me now. Uh, pulled something. I'm not really sure. I, like, you're, I, usually, I would, you would massage it out. Uh, I don't know, hey. Matt. No. It's really no. unfortunate. Jordan's got really nimble hands. He always can. No, 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 no. But uh, yeah, again, I, I, and this was the same performance too, Jordan. I mean, James Harden didn't really impress me either. He looked. Oh, I know. Yeah. Game. Like he and, and this I, and one of these things I want to make sure for all like any of these box score watchers, like go watch the game. Yes, he had twenty points. Yes, he had uh, whatever it is, seven rebounds, eight assists, something like that. Do not get caught up in the numbers. Don't. That's called what? That's called Westbrookitis. Yeah. Okay? I like take two of these and come see me in the morning. You'll you'll be you'll have a clear mind. You can see the <laughs> third eye. You'll be able to tell reality. You can make sure that you'll you'll see the pretenders out there. You'll be able to see the sheep. They're in yeah. the system, man. Uh, this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but I mean, it, people really it does piss me off because it's it's so clear to see. Again, he's not chipping anything in on defense. He's just getting help side rebounds and you know making passes to KD and KD can score at will. So what, that's not really talented. Uh, I mean, again, he. he he's got to figure it out 
Because without well, Kyrie, think, this is this yeah. could go south quickly. Because if he's he's got to be like, I, I need to see like a James Horton, uh, James Horton, uh, James Harden. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to see a James Harden like fifty point performance in the next week, or I'm gonna be like, I might even have to demote the Nets to like a second round exit because they're, yeah. they're really not impressing me right now. Yeah, well, I think I think you made a good point last uh, pod about how they look like a team that's just put together in this yeah. you know off season. Even though James Harden was there last year, it was for half of the year, um, and uh, you know I think it just looks like he's just kind of not sure what to do out there in terms of his role. Like he's so used to in Houston having the ball for 90% of the game, dribbling the ball up the court and either shooting or passing to a shooter um, and, you know, his usage rate off the charts. And I think this is the first time basically since in Oklahoma city, ironically, when he played with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and came off the bench where he's had to, be someone other than the number one guy and clearly he's having a hard time figuring it out because uh, you know he, he played 38 minutes in in this game we're, we're talking to, about about the you know against the Sixers uh, so he had plenty of opportunity to score the ball if he wanted to but I think he's just still feeling it out but he, he's got to figure it out quick because every yeah. every uh, you know 20 point and eight assist game he has uh, you know puts the Nets chances of winning way, way down there, um, even yeah. if Kevin Durant goes off, because they really don't have anyone else. And uh, I, I think once he's rolling and those two guys are, are, are going mm-hmm. and demand kind of more attention, then, you know, maybe you can sort of rely on those other guys uh, a little bit more. Those other, you know, it's good that Aldridge in this game chipped in 23, because honestly, without it, they probably wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, these other guys who, who can shoot it, uh, it all depends on, you know, how – how hot your main scorers are because yeah. that's when you're going to get double teams and that's when you're going to be, you know, wide open in the corner. And you, that's when I think you will see down the line, like 20 point Joe Harris games and 25 yeah. point Patty Mills games, mostly from, from threes and sort of, you know, dive cuts and stuff like that. But James Harden's, got to, he, he, James Harden's got to get going as a scorer first and uh, he's got to stop being passive. And uh, you know, Kevin Durant doesn't, you know, he, he's not a bully. He doesn't demand the ball every time down the, the down the court, even though he, you know, he, he deserves that as one of the best players we've ever seen offensive players we've ever seen, but he played with Steph Curry and uh, uh, Clay Thompson for God's sake. Like he, he knows what it's like to sort of share, yeah. share the ball and share the scoring load. So I think, you know, if anything, I want to see James Harden get ultra aggressive here yeah. and uh, try and try and go off, uh, kind of unlock the rest of this, this offense here, because uh I think it, it is all on him. Kevin Durant's doing his thing scoring wise, and uh, you know he, he he's doing his job. But James Harden is uh, is not holding up his end of the bargain, especially with Kyrie out. Well, and uh, you know I forgot to mention this actually uh, when we were talking about the uh, the game from uh, Sunday between uh, the Hornets and the Nets. Uh, did you catch the uh, the big protest? Oh yeah, I saw. Uh, yeah, all the anti vaxxers coming in support of Kyrie, which is such a yeah. joke. Go give your head a shake. Uh, I mean, it's like, oh yeah, you guys really did something. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I don't mind the 5G. Uh, my signal's been picking up great since getting back. I don't know about you, Jordan. I mean, it's better, yeah, than, no, it's better than Rogers, I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah, right in the middle of the woods, full uh, <laughs> full service. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we're going to move on. You know, this is our, uh, of course, we got to get our Homer talk in here. Uh, oh, baby. You know, we got to talk about the Raptors. Uh, they took a loss to, to the Mavericks. Yeah, not that one. Let's not talk about that one. Hey, but they, they know what? I, just to catch upon it quickly, they were up. They were doing really well in that first half. Yeah, it was a good game, yeah. Luca's going to Luca. I mean, yeah. it was a good game. They were in it the whole way. Uh, 
you know, it, it is what it is. It was a loss to a team that's just right now. Right now, they've got a lot, a little bit more talent than them. Uh, right. Hardaway Jr. was uh, the Human Torch. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, respect him. Uh, but we're gonna be, uh, you know, we're gonna be biased, and uh, we're gonna look past the loss. We want to talk about the win. Let's keep a good touch. Yeah. Come on, keep your head up. Keep your head up, everybody. Get the smiles going uh, after yeah. they blew out the Beantown boys by uh, what is that? Not a math guy. Is that thirty-two points or something like that? Hundred. Uh, I'm probably worse of a math guy, but a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. How much? How, how much was it a blow up by? A lot. Uh, I mean, and and the big the big news story out of that game, uh, Scotty Barnes and his like you know welcome to the league moment. Uh, Twenty-five yeah. and thirteen. He he looks incredible. Uh, I mean, he does all the confidence in the world. Uh, I, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be around for a long time. I think, and obviously it's it's only two, three games in now. Um, but I mean, everything he does, you know, he, he seems like he's ready. Like he was built to be uh, playing in the NBA. Oh yeah. Big time. And he was efficient too. He shot 11 for 17. He hit a three. Uh, he's scoring in a bunch of different ways. Uh, you can see him hits, you know, mostly around the rim, but some stuff from the mid range and, yeah. uh, you know, he had 13 boards. Uh, he's really good at grabbing the ball off the rim and then pushing it up, uh, whether by, you know, by passing it or, or dribbling it up himself. And he's just such a versatile guy. And I, 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 I like so many people, uh, including you, Matt, who were so mad about the, the oh, yeah. pick, um, thought Jalen Suggs was the, was the better guy, but Masai is smarter than all of us. Masai knew what he was doing the whole time. We, we should never doubt him ever. And, uh, it's just, it was so crazy because I was, I was driving back from somewhere and I was like, Oh, the Raptors and the Celtics. So it was kind of a frustrating loss to the wizards. We had talked about it. We, uh, yeah. in the Raptors season opener, uh, not really close, although the Raptors fought back, but the wizards really, you know, laid the smack down on them for most of that game. But I cannot tell you how many times the Raptors have had a really good team, like championship level team yeah. or, and went into Boston uh, and lost and, okay. and lost in either like a really heartbreaking way or got blown off the floor or whatever. Never in a million years did I think the Raptors could go in there and win this game. Second night of the season after the Celtics had lost their first game uh, against the Knicks, a game they really wanted to win. I thought they'd come out and yeah. smoke us. And so, I, you know, I got I was driving. And I looked at the score and I, I, I thought like the, the score was mixed up. I thought it was <laughs> uh, uh, I was really confused. So I, I'm just beyond thrilled that they they went in there and, and got it done because uh my god yeah and 100 uh, you're right uh welcome to the nba moment for scotty barnes like uh and other guys chipped in gary trent had 20 um fred van vliet uh not the best game uh, of his life he had 11 and uh, him and og are really they continue to struggle i mean in that dallas game og finally kind of found his shot yeah. a little bit but yeah. i'm i'm not worried i'm not worried i'm, I'm saying I'm, listen to me i'm not worried not worried but if i was worried i would be worried that fred van vliet's been shooting the ball horrendously yeah and it's kind it's just of being scary. asked to do too much i think well and this is something that i had been looking at before you know the season started and i said you know this is going to be a big test to see if he's a true point guard if he can play those minutes or because again he's relies on playing off ball getting to his shots and, yeah, you know, and when he does have the ball, if he's running it, you know, it's a lot of isolation, but I, I, we're going to get, we'll give it time. We'll see. But, you know, I think that, you know, they might have to start looking around and see like, you know, is Van Vliet, you know, still that guy they need? Cause I mean, he had nine assists, but they're not like, it's not like he's running pick and rolls, you know, making these nice dimes. It's like, you yeah. know, passing it out and someone's shooting it or, you know, making him, uh, you know, getting an ISO on their own. So yeah. 
maybe when Siakam's back, he'll take a little bit more attention. He could pass it up to him, and we'll we'll see an increase there. But I mean, right now, and then uh, uh, OG again it was one game he was good. The other two, he's been pretty much bad, like horrendously yeah. on the offensive end. At least he's still solid on D. Uh, but yeah, for you, you would think going into this year that for the Raptors, the strengths would be OG and Fred. You would think those would be the two that we'd be talking. Yeah, about. those are your two. Uh, as crazy as it is to say, like your yeah. veteran guys who have been there. Yeah, and. Uh, it, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is strange. But again, like I said last time, uh, I really want to see those two, but with Siakam out there, because mm-hmm. I think they're just both being asked uh, to do a little bit more than they're capable of. Uh, sure. And, you know, you see it all the time with Van Vliet. He, he makes these, you know, great dribble moves and gets inside. But no matter what he does, no matter the body control, how he goes up with it, he's just so short. He gets swatted uh, so much of the time. Uh, he just doesn't have the height and it's not his fault at all, but, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's hard to ask him to be the number one scoring option from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, OG m- isn't used to this responsibility either, either like all the teams he's been on have been very good and he's mostly just had to focus on defense and be a spot up shooter. Sure. So this is kind of new for him. Um, I'm hoping that can turn into some, you know, development like these reps, um, you know, where he has to take more varied kind of shots from the floor. You know, he's expected to get to the rim a little bit, take some mid-range shots, some post-ups. And, you know, I I hope he can improve as as the year goes on. Um, But uh, I I do think both of those guys are just just a little bit uh, out of their comfort zone here and it'll take some time. But uh, yeah, you know, another guy I just want to shout out from this game was Precious Achua, Precious like 15, 15 points, 15 boards. Yep. Uh, yep. He's really impressing me, just his energy level, the way he runs the floor. Um, he, uh, it, you know, is a great lob catcher and, you know, great screener and a really young guy who the Raptors kind of development system can really mold into the player that they want. And uh, I think he's doing really well. And you know, this was a insanely good win to, for, for the second game of the season. I, I thought it was great. It was a tough loss to the Mavs, but, uh, but a uh, good win down there in Boston. Well, he's doing, uh, he's doing what we need him to do. And, uh, you know, let's get boards, finish around the rim. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he, he's definitely looked uh, very strong. I mean, the season opener, a little bit rough, but since then, you know, I've been, I've been really happy with him. Uh, but, yeah. you know, and, then, and uh, you know, just to cover on uh, Boston quickly too, I mean, Jalen Brown really came back to earth uh, nine and four after his four. Yeah point explosion and i mean to be fair that was a double ot but still you know to get the buckets i mean uh it's it's impressive yeah. 18 six and four he's still really not finding his game which is surprising because i mean it's not like he was had a busy year on the offseason yeah. i mean first round exit um from them so i mean this isn't exactly the celtics team is expecting to to see i mean uh, you know marcus smart couldn't even get a bucket uh i mean where was this marcus smart when he was shooting like steph uh yeah. in the bubble yeah uh, yeah. and then, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, he's living up to that, all of that $6 million that he's getting paid four, 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 one for four. Uh, <laughs> I, I think part of that's him wearing that ugly jury. What is he number like 81 or something? <laughs> yeah. I think that's so. horrendous. That's stupid. Yeah. Like go play. Yeah, he looks, he looks so dumb. No, I, I don't like that. And I, okay. Here, now because we're talking the Celtics, this fine, I feel like I can finally get this out. This is huge for me. This is something that, like, is literally ever since I've started watching professional sports, like, that eats at me every day. Like, I'm terrified of this. It scares the living hell out of me. What are they going to do when all the numbers are retired? <laughs> they don't have that many numbers in, like, in Boston and L.A., man. The lake, like, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to watch basketball. And it's like, oh, number 65, 71, uh, 84. Uh, yeah, well, if it's, with, if it's over. With Boston, it's hard. They've got, they got so many, so many in the rafters. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
you're, it, you know, they you're need right. I never thought about this. It should be until you're dead. Once you're dead, <laughs> why, what does it matter? Why do we need to honor you? You're dead. You're in a coffin or an urn. You're like, someone can wear your number. And then they sometimes people are like, oh, can I wear your number? And they give them permission anyway. So it's not really retired if you're going to let people wear it. I don't know. Yeah. It freaks yeah. me out. I don't want to ever watch a game when it's like that. They should just reset it. I don't know. I, I have nice about this, man. No, it does give it seriously. I, it stresses me out. I don't like it. Um, but well, yeah, but speak. Yeah. Just one last point on the Celtics too. It's a good thing that tonight on uh, Sunday, because we're recording this late Sunday uh, that they got to play the, uh, the yeah. Rockets because they got an easy win there. Cause uh, yeah, it was not looking like a good start to the season for, for the Celtics. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sixers, uh, we were talking with them. They also got an on-ACZ win uh, over the OKC Thunder. Uh, yeah. Lakers and Grizzlies are in a tight one right now as we're recording this. Uh, Grizzlies up three, just beginning of the fourth. Uh, yeah. the, the Warriors are up 10 against the Kings right now. Uh, with only two minutes left in that one. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah Sacramento looks, also overachieving a little bit. Uh, but as we're running through some of these box scores from this weekend, we want to touch upon some of the, uh, the weekend Warriors, some of the people who really excelled uh when everyone else is uh, you know having their time off they were out there getting buckets they were doing their thing professionally in the league uh and the first guy we're going to talk about you can ring the bell i'll walk through the streets shame 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 is my name miles turner with Send the, him to uh, the gallows yeah can you read out a stat line please? yeah this is painful for me uh, but again i have to i i will take I'll, I'll i'll read it out so miles turner he had 40 mm-hmm. points what was that again? Words and oh, I thought it was four blocks, three blocks, and a steal. No, he Great usually team. has four blocks. He usually has four blocks, yeah. but it's usually. I mean, Sabonis uh, had, had twenty-eight, nine, and seven. Probably, I mean, argue that's a better stat line. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I will bite the bullet because I'm pretty sure it was right before that game. Just he probably listens to this, honestly. Of course uh, he does. Like that's bull. I'm I am his bulletin board material. Uh, cause that was, it was a great performance. I can't, I can't cap. I can't say anything else. I mean, all credit to him, but then the next night he went and threw up a stinker, four points, uh, and four rebounds. Uh, no, 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 no. We're talking about, we're talking about, uh, one game here. He was also, I just want to say five for nine from the three point, uh, from, from Miles Turner, boo. He was five for nine from three in that, uh, as part of that 40 points. And, uh, that's exactly what you want. You want a guy who can, you know, who can protect the rim, but also spread you out and, uh, I, I love it. I love it. I love uh, the humiliation, and uh, I, I'm glad you've learned your lesson. He did come back oh, to earth your lesson. I'm still doting on him. No, like, I mean, I've said that before. Like, he can block shots and shoot threes, but I mean, I'm not. Trust me, I'm not impressed. He, he did that. <laughs> he did that against the Wizards. Hey, the we just talked about this whole time how much better the Wizards are. How much yeah, uh, not better the Be quiet, Matt. Be quiet. No, Look. You- Take your shame. This was supposed don't. to be. This was supposed to be a, a good moment for me. Trust me, I live with shame every day. You don't have to <laughs> talk to me about shame. <sighs> I also want to give some sh- a quick shout out to uh, the Cavs who uh, beat the, the, the Hawks on. I believe that was uh, Saturday night. And yeah, uh, uh, Ricky Rubio, tricky. Uh, yeah, twenty three and eight. What a leading leading the Cavs. Wow, beautiful. And he had a nice. Like uh, for Spain. I don't know if you saw it. You know, your uh, your pick for the Rookie of the Year award. Uh, he threw a nice no look lob to uh, Evan yeah. Mobley, who yammed that one home. So uh, you yeah. love to see that. Uh, you know, and, and we look around the league. A lot of big rebounders. A lot of big rebound numbers. He only had 17, uh, I believe it was, when he they went yeah. up against Timberwolves in a loss. 
Mm, you might be getting $50 from me, Jordan. Uh, Pelican's not looking so good. No, uh, they're not. No, 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 no. I'm feeling great. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, maybe we're getting that one a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, even the, the Pistons versus the Bulls, uh, Sadiq Bey, uh, 20 and 16. Nikola Vucevic uh, on the other side, 15 and 19. So, I mean, uh, yeah. your board men, they're getting paid right now. And uh, just uh, – The Bulls. The Bulls, 3-0. and we got to shout out the Bulls. Back, baby. They're back. Uh, and, and, uh, one weird stat line that I had brought up before, uh, we started recording Cole Anthony today, uh, as recording this on the Sunday, uh, Cole Anthony, 29.16 boards and eight assists. I want to know how that happened. Yeah. He's strange. Not, I did not, not, I did not tune into this game. It's not exactly a marquee matchup, uh, they but won. Uh, they beat the Knicks. No. Yeah, I know. And then they, and they, it's just insane. I, I, like you're saying, I want to see how Cole Anthony got 16 boards. Uh, I don't understand how it's possible, but, uh, Especially against a bigger team like the the Knicks, you would think, you know, they'd be able to, to keep him locked down. But, I mean, besides Julius Randle, he had a 30-piece of his own, 16 boards. Yeah. Uh, D. Rose off the bench was uh, fantastic. You know, he's, uh, he's having a great year off the bench. Uh, six-man. It's my six-man, baby. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. That's for sure. Um, yeah. But- uh, you know, uh, as we move on, I mean, there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of great performances this weekend. Uh, but you know what? I'll, I'll bite the bullet. Performance of the weekend. We'll give it to Miles Turner. Uh, yeah, baby. I, I, I'm fine with doing that. That was a complete stat line. <laughs> Back to him. Paul George, we mentioned him before. Throw his name in there too with the 41 and 10 performance. But uh, you know, yeah. all, all the power to him. Uh, Miles, keep proving me wrong, buddy. But I know you won't. Um, hey, and I just want to shout out. I just want to shout out because he had such a good game in the opener when we we talked about him. Uh, Harrison Barnes. Yep. On uh, on Friday in a game against Utah, the Sacramento t- took an L there, but. Uh, not, not a big surprise. Utah's uh, a much better team, but um, Harrison Bard's 25 and 15. Yep. Uh, hell of a stat line once again. So no, he's, uh, he's, he's out playing very well. Uh, and I even believe, uh, I mean, I'm going to check this really quick live, live stat checking right now. You guys are living through history right now. Uh, 24, <laughs> 24 and seven right now. He's balling out. Hey. So this is, uh, you know, interesting for Harrison Barnes because, again, he's one of those guys, big contract, uh, and, you know, hasn't really exactly lived up to it. But, I mean, if he if he can just keep going out there, shooting his shot and uh, finding his way to the rim, I mean, no reason Harrison Barnes can't get buckets. Uh, it's nice to see because, again, he's uh, he's a grizzled vet now, which is weird to say because I remember him coming in, uh, just that young pop uh, playing with the Warriors in 2015 yep. when they won that first championship thinking maybe he's going to be an X factor. Didn't end up working yep. out, but, uh, I mean, uh, it worked out for the Warriors. They got Wiggins, so. Uh, lucky guy. <laughs> um, but Jordan, we're going to end this off with a little segment here. Uh, you know, uh, oh, yes. I've been I, waiting. I, uh, it's, I, I, I have a weird memory. I have a horrible memory. Maybe someone here can relate to this. Um, I pretty much like anything important that I need to know, like my like credit card information, phone numbers, people's names, five seconds after they introduce themselves to me. I don't remember. Hi, I'm Jordan. Yeah. I don't worry about it, buddy. No, um, but if it comes to like weird stat lines, box scores, games, whether it was again, we were talking about that not that long ago. Uh, you were talking about a, a basketball game we had in high school, and I remembered exactly the game, knew what happened, yeah. knew the coverages. Why? Uh, why does my brain remember that? But then when it's like I'm at work or something, it's like, oh yeah, don't didn't do that, totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> my brain pretty much just retains the most useless information, but it can come in handy when Jordan challenges me to a trivia competition. So well, here we go. Jordan's got some trivia questions re- ready to rattle my brain. Uh, hopefully yep. uh, I can, uh, I can uh, talk the talk, walk the walk. Uh, and we'll, we'll try and keep uh, maybe a bit of a season series here. Uh, I'll come back and quiz Jordan. Uh, Cause you know, he's a bit of a basketball buff himself. 
Uh, so we'll uh, we'll start it off, Jordan. Uh, you kick it off with your first question and see if, I, if I've got what it takes. Yeah, you got it. All right, so I got five questions for you. We uh, initially had thought about doing different kind of like um, tiers of difficulty for, for the questions, but I'm just going to give them to you one after the other because, to be honest, I just came up with them and I don't know. Uh, it, it sort of depends on your opinion which one's harder but anyway so so here we go here's That's my first one. so uh like i mentioned to, to shout out the bulls they're three and oh uh so far this year um when did the bulls last start a season three and oh and you can bonus point you get a bonus point if you can tell me who their leading scorer was that year Ooh, okay i and i actually think i know this because i they said it on the bulls broadcast of that game uh against the pistons I want to say it is the first time since 2016. That's right, Matt. You're Let's right. Go. Who was the leading scorer that year? For the whole year, the whole season? Yeah. Pro, point, go, per game, per game score. Yeah, I'm going to go Jimmy Buck. You're right, Matt. Hey, good start. Two for two. Let's the, go. All right, good job. Right, plus good. the bonus point. Okay. Yeah, okay. 2016, I believe that was the year that they uh, they should have upset the uh, the Celtics. Eight, yes. eight seed versus one seed. And uh, Rondo they were up 2-0. Hurt. Rondo up got 2-0. hurt. And, I picked uh, them to win that one. That was D Wade's. D Wade was yep, back D-Wade. in Chicago. Yeah, what a. Well, they won that game, but I, I swear Rondo got hurt. He was the expert. Yep, yep. So, yep. All right, no. I'm glad starting off one for one. Okay, good work, Matt. Okay, uh, okay, this one just kind of ties into a, a story I saw on TikTok that's kind of NBA adjacent. I don't know how active you are on TikTok, Matt, but <laughs> there was some random ass ball boy, like a guy who used to work as a ball boy, yeah. who made this TikTok and said uh was talking about like players who were the most kind of rude to him players he didn't like the most saw this tiktok and he called out richard (laughs) jefferson and richard jefferson duetted it or whatever and said uh i don't think you want this attention my man and then went into this whole rant about how the only reason richard jefferson wasn't like ignoring this ball boy was because the ball boy would go into their locker room and look at all of their junk like when they were all (laughs) naked and they all noticed and they thought it was super weird. And so that's why Richard Jefferson just ignored this guy. And this, this guy, I guess, took it as, uh, you know, him being rude or whatever. Well, he made, um, that, he made a TikTok before that, that Richard Jefferson shows where he's like, oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Richard Jefferson, you know, his, uh, his, his, uh, his, his dick's like all the way down to his knee. And he was like, well, that may-. he's like, and he's trying to be serious. Like, well, that may be true. Just I like know. it in. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, Rich, RJ is so hilarious. I, I love him as a as a personality. I, that, yeah. oh my God. That, that's such a such a strange, strange little tidbit there. But anyway, okay. So, so what's the question? Do I have to like name like a, a player's uh player's uh measurement? Inches. Guess the inches. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Um no, it, it's it's about RJ. So how many teams did Richard Jefferson play for in his career? And if you want to try and go for bonus points, you can name all of them. But as soon as you get one wrong, then that's it. Okay. okay. Uh, well, it, it'd probably be easier for me if I can try and remember just like counting it out. <sighs> okay. I, I'm not going to say in order. Like I know he played for the Nets. He played for the Cavs. Yeah. I believe he played for the Warriors. Am Give I crazy? Wait, I have to pull this up. Yeah. I want to say he ended, like he played like a little bit there around the end of his career. I thought maybe I'm crazy. Hold on, Matt. Hold on. I don't think I don't think he bounced around that much. Uh, keep going, Matt. I'm not, I'm not going to give anything away, okay. but keep going. Actually, he, no. Well, uh, give me give me the okay, okay, yeah. Keep going. The way, the so, way you're going. Just keep going. So I had Nets, 
I had Cavs. I had Warriors. And I was. And then just give me g- give me a number once you're ready, and then yeah. yeah, yeah. I want for some reason I also want to say he played for the Grizzlies at one point, but that doesn't that doesn't look right in my mind when I'm picturing this. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna hail Mary. I'm gonna go. No, no. I'm gonna stick to what I know. I'm just gonna go three three teams. I'm gonna go New Jersey Nets. I'm going to go, uh, what was it, Cavs, Warriors. Okay, you got the teams that he was on, right? But he played for eight different teams. What? Did he play for Memphis? No, not Memphis, but the, the three that you were sure about he played for. So he played seven seasons in New Jersey, three yeah. seasons in San Antonio. I don't remember that. I which don't. was, and I can tell you when this was. It was like back in, it was from 2009 to 2012. So kind of like a shoulder, like kind of between all the championships, championships. yeah holding them back um, nice which job, to be honest that. i didn't even remember uh, uh that well uh he played for uh two, two seasons in cleveland he played in milwaukee for a very short time don't remember uh, in 2009 so after he was with new jersey for one season uh he played in utah for one season in 2014 oh, i do remember that actually i do vaguely remember him playing for utah but still i got it wrong and then he played the two seasons in Golden State, and he played one season in 2015 in Dallas. And then he I actually was – his I, I didn't remember that at all. And his last uh, game, his last season was 2018 with Denver, which I also – Oh, did. I do remember that too. He'd be like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But, like, again, he he, play, he actually he actually did get, like, kind of minutes off the bench. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's Old. been – He was like 39. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, but but what he was he was really important on those uh, that that 2017 Cleveland team, uh, even though he was a such yeah. an old guy. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure, Duncan uh, Clay on Christmas Day. That was a good. Yeah, game. yeah, that's that was epic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, right, that was a good one, Jordan. Yeah, RJ, eight teams. Yeah, who would have thought eight teams? Uh, yeah, kind of a bit of a trick question because there were very short stints on some of them, but but still, uh, eight, eight teams. Um, okay, uh, next one uh, regards uh, my my favorite player, Chris Paul, the point god, because mm-hmm. it was just uh, he just passed the milestone. Uh, becoming the first player ever to yep. score 20,000 points and have 10,000 assists in his career. So who is the next closest player to achieving that? They can be active or not active. Like they, they can either be, that's uh, all included, whether they're active still or have retired. Who's the next closest uh, to having 20,000 points and 10,000 assists? So what's like the, like, and, and and that's just achieving that specific milestone. So they could, sure. you know, have over twenty thousand points, but under ten thousand assists. Like okay. no one's done it. Okay. No one's done it. Or they can have over ten thousand assists, but not twenty thousand yeah. points. So I'm, I'm sure there's like an older guy. Like cause again, I'm trying. Like I know off the top of my head, like you know, like like Mark Jackson, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Those guys are all up there, like very high. Uh, John Stockton, obviously, fifteen thousand all-time leader um those i'm pretty sure those are the top four all time but the twenty thousand points is a big one and i kind of want to go because it's ten thousand assists right yeah ten thousand assists twenty thousand points i think it's westbrook you're close is it hard you, you but you said his name before Jerry west no 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 you said you said his oh, name before. oh i said he's one of those he's either jason kidd steve nash or mark jackson no john stockton Oh, really? How many career points? He's just under the 20,000 mark. He's really? at like 19 yeah. something. And oh, obviously he's not, he's never going to. 
I guess he played 20 years, right? Yeah, he played for he just yeah. played for so long that he's got it. And uh, Westbrook um, has more points than Stockton already, career-wise, yeah. as yeah. far as I know. I'd have to look it up, but uh, but not he's, he's he's not there with assists. Like he's got less assists. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to to get to that mark. But Stockton obviously was way more than 10,000 assists, but he's just under the 20,000 thousand mark. Well, Westbrook but, will probably uh, be close, I think, to getting. That yeah, I hope. No, I think he'll probably yeah. become the second player after Chris Paul. You know, okay. when it's all said and I'm I'm glad my mind is at least on like the right track there. I'm sure the fifteen thousand assists definitely that helps out. But yeah, I'm surprised nineteen thousand career points. Interesting. Yeah, very underrated point guard. Very underrated. Oh yeah, such uh such the longevity is uh legendary for him. Um, okay, so the NBA, as you know, is seventy five years old this season. Woo! Happy birthday. Uh, this one's a simple question, but probably hard unless you're unless you've looked at it recently. But <laughs> who was the NBA's first official champion? 1947. Who won? Now you can either tell me the city or the like name of the team because it's not a current it, it's not a current like name plus city combo. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's so good. you can I, either go. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say Boston Celtics. Yeah, no, not Boston yet. No, I'm going to go with, and if you're telling me that, was it the Minneapolis Lakers? No, nope. oh. no, nope. it was the Philadelphia Warriors. Uh, okay. Yep. All right. All right. Which I spent some time there when yeah. they're still technically the Philadelphia Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, a bit of an obscure, uh, obscure uh, trivia question there, but 1947, my God, wow, what a what a long time ago. Nin- if, we were in, if I went back in time, 1947, it would be like playing in my building's rec league games. Yeah, yeah. That's what it would be like, and I would be like, I would look like a god. Oh, you would, you would. <laughs> Even you. Yeah, exactly. People would be like, oh my God, he's, he's shooting overhand. What the hell is that? <laughs> okay, and, and I'm glad that I saved this one for last because it kind of teases at our a special bonus episode coming out on nice Wednesday day. where we're going to discuss the uh, NBA list of, or the list of the NBA's 75 greatest players. Um, Can I name but... all 75 players? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, go ahead, Matt, if you, if you think you got the stomach for it, but um, one of the biggest snubs, uh, not that I necessarily personally think is the biggest snub, but we'll get into it uh, on yeah. Wednesday. We'll talk about this player a lot, uh, but the one, uh, you know, on everyone's minds is Dwight Howard. Uh, so Dwight made his first all-star game in his third season, and then he ran off a string. All of his all-star appearances were consecutive yeah. after yeah. that third season. How many did he make? They're all in a row. Eight. Correct. Nice. Love that, man. Yeah. Do you know that one? Did, was that a bit of a guess or did you know? No, I knew that one. I knew okay. that one off the top of my head. To be fair, again, like, I think I, I, I did know like some of the numbers cause I actually like was a huge Dwight fan. Like we know Orlando, I was actually telling a guy, one of my runs, about Dwight Howard because I was like, oh, he's just tall. I'm like, man, go home. Wait, what? Yeah, I was like, go home, chalk out some time, and go watch Dwight Howard Orlando Magic highlights because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he had like a 40 inch vertical and he was seven foot, 250 pounds. He was a freaking like he was a freaking nature. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was well, insane. You know what, Jordan? I did better. I actually no, I won't say I did better. I, I did worse than expected, but some of those were good. At least I, I I'm happy that I was so, like, totally far off on some of them. Uh, yeah. I didn't expect to get the the NBA champion one, uh, but I mean that's a good that's a good piece. That one was tough. That one was tough. That's a good. But you can when you quiz me, you can throw in a tough one like that too. Of course. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you had yeah, you got okay two points for the first question because you got the got it right plus the bonus. Yep. And then d, 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 and then one point for the for the last so three three out of a possible 
Well, out of a possible bunch, because if you guessed all the RJ yeah, teams, yeah, you gave me a lot of shit. Look. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> three out of five. Yeah, I'll do what I can. I'll, I'll try. I'll try and hit the books so that I can impress everybody next time. Because uh, yeah, come on, the letdown. Really talked oh. it up, eh? And then I come in here and I crash and burn. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty rough, but you know, just like the Nets, I expect you to to pick it up and yeah, know, yeah. slowly do it, slowly be better. We'll see. Eight teams. No wonder he did the the road tripping. That guy was always uh, he was always yeah. Down. There you go. That always makes sense. He's a legend. Uh, how many a legend among I played for? What? I'll say that'll be my quiz for you. How many teams Channing uh, Fry played for? Oh Jesus Christ! No, that's that's yeah. too tough. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, RJ is a legend among ball boys across the country. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, I don't really know what you'd have to search to find it, but uh, be creative. Yeah. Uh, and then hit, hit the incognito tab uh, just in case. Uh, but everybody, thank you so much for tuning into another uh, Instant Hood Classic uh, by the Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, what games What games do we have tonight, as in tonight, uh, Monday? What do we got here? Monday night. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some uh, some big games, as always, Jordan. Yeah, Bucks, Bucks Pacers. Yep, Bucks and Pacers. That'll be a, a good one to watch. Celtic Hornets. Uh, that'll be another one that people are going to want to pay attention to. Pelicans and Timberwolves are going to be rematching from this weekend, and the Trailblazers and Clippers will be going to be going head to head. That'll be a good one. And Wizards Nets too. We'll see how the Wizards look against uh, one yep. of the strongest teams in the East. This, we got uh, some good games. We got games all the time. We got games left and right, baby. Know what? I think I might have to throw it down, Jordan. I'm going to say this uh, this game against the Wizards, the Nets, the must win, must win for the culture. Let's get some sounds, head in the game. Sounds right to me. Yeah. 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 They lose this one, they're canceled. They're done. Not making the playoffs. I prefer. if if James Harden doesn't have at least twenty five points, I will, I'll be, I'll scream on the next podcast. I'll, I'll scream for a good. Right. There we go. Seconds. Everybody, you better hope that James Harden starts scoring the uh, scoring the rock. Is your heard, ears are fucked? Jordan, yeah, I've heard Jordan scream before. You don't want to hear it. No. But everyone, thanks so much for tuning into another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. I'm Matt Acorn with Jordan Legal, and uh, as my friend Jordan always says. You know, when it's cold, just stay inside. Maybe it's cold. No, 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 no. Not, no, no, no. no, when it's cold, stay inside. Um, is it cold there in Toronto right now, Matt? Um, I mean, I don't know, man. It's not that cold. Like, I mean, for me, I like the cold. Uh, I don't mind what? it at all. You have ice in your veins? Is that what you're saying? Of course, man. Of course. But, uh, yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, it's like 8 degrees. It could be worse. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. bad. But... Uh, but when it's yeah, cold, I don't agree though, because again, I like as I just said, I like being cold. No, no, no. What, what do you mean you like being? What does that mean? What does that mean? You like, like being cold. What does that mean? Like I like being like not hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. I like I'd rather be like a little bit chilly. Uh, that makes sense. That's why you don't work really hard on the court. That's why you don't really. Yeah. You don't give it your all. You don't want to be I didn't think it, no. it's like it's like if I was LeBron in the playoffs against the Spurs and they turned the AC off on Yeah, me, yeah. You'd be like, carried off. You'd be yeah. like crying. It'd be like the Paul Pierce. It'd be the Paul Pierce. You have to carry me off wheelchair. I'd be in the back. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot.